what the what was that that might be the dumbest thing i've ever heard on a podcast all right so that's how we're starting the show what's up everybody all right so two days ago i made a post on my instagram for random questions i love open q a it is the best and again it wasn't just gym stuff health and fitness stuff it was life stuff it was dad stuff it was just overall in general open questions that people would want to know about so we ended up getting about 16 or 17 of them which is pretty freaking cool um i did browse through a couple of them but i left a couple open to make it a little bit more spontaneous to kind of put me on the spot with certain things so without further ado let's tackle the q a i posted on instagram now again all these came in anonymously there's no name there's nothing attached to it i have no clue who put what and who asked what. So just kind of up in the air. We're going to start. Here we go. Do you speak another language? I do not. I can barely speak English well. So (laughs) I do not speak any other language. I will tell you for three years, I took Spanish in high school. And the only reason I passed is because my Spanish teacher was awesome. And I think she liked me we got along. It was awesome. Um, and obviously I kissed up to her because I knew I sucked at Spanish and I needed to get out of that class. So no, even three years of taking Spanish, I still don't know how to say anything in Spanish. It's just, it never clicked. All right, going on to the next one. Have you ever watched Harry Potter? First of all, I'm going to say yes. I watched the first one, and that's only because my wife made me watch it because she's obsessed with it. I'm going to break a lot of hearts here, and I'm going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. I think Harry Potter is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. I've just never been one of those magical, mystical people that just watches all this sci-fi made-up bullshit. It's just just not my thing, but it's crazy how many people are and that are just over-obsessed with it. Um, Lord of the Rings... Uh, Game of Thrones, I know they're not the same, but I just never got into any of that stuff. And uh, same thing with Marvel. I've just never got into Marvel, and that's like the biggest box office grossing movies ever, uh, the Marvels. They just keep coming out with them. They might as well just keep coming out with new characters and new shows and new movies because everybody throws themselves at them. I mean, just hundreds of millions of dollars. It's nuts. All right, going on to the next one. What is your current daily step goal? Uh, my current daily step goal is 20,000. I tried to get in 20,000. Yesterday was a monster day. I got in 26,000. Um, stipulations. It's all in stipulations. What I'm going for, obviously, you guys know I am about nine days out from my show, so I'm very, very, very active right now. Just unable to eat enough food to keep going. I need to stay very active as well, too, to burn through everything. So. 20,000 is kind of my marker right now on an everyday like Joe Blow day where I'm not prepping. Honestly, it's still 15 to 20,000. I don't sit still very well. I just do not. All right, next one. Reverse dieting for post-show. That's such a huge question, but I don't quite know exactly where you want me to go with this. How to do it, when to do it, why to do it. I guess we could cover a little bit of all of it. Yes, you need to make sure that you reverse diet. If you do not reverse diet, you can ruin a lot of things. And what I mean by that is the fact that let's just go 
anywhere between 12 and 20 weeks, let's say you did a prep for, for a show. Now you took 12 to 20 weeks to dial yourself in. That took patience. That took consistency. That took a lot of time. Now you can't just get out of a diet plan in three days. You can, and you'll ruin yourself. You will absolutely destroy your hormones and your insulin will be out of this world and you will feel like shit. You got to remember your eyes are really big at that point because you're really hungry, but your stomach is the size of a quarter. So good luck. You're not going to win. So again, everybody reverse diets a little bit different, but it's the discipline. The same discipline you had going into a show, you need to have that discipline coming out of a show. So that will definitely be the most important thing and paying attention to your calories. So if someone's pushing really hard on a prep, they're going really, really hard on their cardio, I instantly stop their cardio after their show. Um, Give or take where their fat intake is, more than likely it's a little bit higher because we're burning. I will drop that back down a little bit. I will take your carbohydrates and start to give them back to you. So I'll bump up about 20% or so. Again, everybody's body is completely different. So I would, I'd say we add about 200 calories back into the diet, mostly through carbohydrates, through fats. Proteins usually stay base the whole time. I don't manipulate protein as much. I'll take it down a little bit lower just to tighten you, come closer to show, but... Other than that, get off of all your fat burners. You don't have to be crushing 20, 25,000 steps a day. You don't have to make it a crazy priority for your cardio. If you're doing post-workout sauna, do it every other day or so, you know, depending on what you're doing it for. Um, and the frequency of meals still stays the same. You still have that mentality. You just you don't want to get a case of what I call the fuckets. The show is done, so you're just all of a sudden like, I don't have to listen to my coach anymore. Fuck it. I'm going to eat whatever I want. And your body is going, oh man, please don't do this to me. And I tell everybody about reverse dieting and I set everybody up on a reverse diet and I'll tell you right now, nine times out of 10 people do not follow it because it's really hard. Congratulations. You just got done doing your show. It's awesome. You kicked ass. You want to eat. You want to eat and drink shit that you weren't technically allowed to do at the time. And it's really hard to pull that back in and keep that discipline. There's a few people that can do it but most people can't. So again, it just kind of puts your body in more of a cool down. You've been pounding and pounding and pounding for so long. It's important to give your adrenal glands a break. Give things a rest, guys. That's the number one thing when it comes to reverse dieting. Next question. What music do you listen to? Country. Country music is my favorite ever. I'm totally kidding. I can't stand country. I can't stand country. It's just a depressing thing to me. Um, I'm a rocker. Hands down, all over the place, I am a rocker. I like 80s rock. I like 90s rock. I like 2000s rock. I like new metal. I like. I am a rocker through and through, by far. Going through, what to expect for a first-timer at your gym? Okay, so when you walk into Midwest Health and Fitness, one of two things are going to happen. One, you're going to fucking love it. You're going to fall in love with the old school equipment, the energy of the music, the trainers, the vibes, the serious ass kicking vibes that this gym has created, or you're going to walk in and it's going to scare the shit out of you. And you're going to be like, fuck it. I'm out. I'm headed to planet fitness. It's, it's a tight knit gym. And it is one that it's for the serious lifters. It's not for the fuck around people. You know, I'm not saying the people that go to other gyms are fucking around, but 
you walk in the door and it's serious. It doesn't matter if you're competing, whether you're playing sports, whether you're just trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to gain muscle, no matter what the goal is at Midwest Health and Fitness, it's a goal. And people are always there to help you and support you. So I will hands down say that I believe we have created the best atmosphere in a gym because it's what I've wanted to do my whole life. And we're only going up from here. It's only going to get bigger and better, guys. So put your seatbelt on because things are about to change. All right, moving on to the next one. Damn tripods everywhere. Also, pose of bending over in the mirror and saying hammies, yeah, so would my grandma in that position. So I don't know if they're coming at me. I don't necessarily just bend over in front of the mirror and take a selfie like a lot of these female bikini and wellness girls do. And that's it's all part of the sport. But I also take multiple pictures of my quads and hamstrings and calves. As a bodybuilder, we're, we're sculpting a project, and that's just kind of what you do. Don't follow those people on Instagram if they're not for you. You know, don't get pissed off and don't get offended by them. This is kind of part of the sport. And yes, I understand it's changed a lot. It's more look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. But at the same time, they're working very hard. And I never take anything away from somebody like that because the way I see it too is when people are posing in the in the gym and everyone's like, oh my God, it's so annoying. Just go into the posing room. I also always think positive and I think these kids could be getting themselves in a lot of trouble right now. They could be dealing with drugs they could be down at the bar they should be they could be doing all this drama but they're at the gym like that that was me i was never this big bar goer i was always the gym guy i loved the gym the gym was my bar everybody goes to the bar <laughs> hence the reason why this is called the bargument why do people go to the bar they go to the bar to argue and bullshit and have a good time. That's what this podcast is about. We argue, we bullshit, we talk about health topics, we talk about sports topics, we talk about everything. So it's kind of one of the things that as as the gym atmosphere is evolving, you have to learn to evolve with it. You don't have to get along with it or even partake in it, but that stuff's going to happen all around you. It's just kind of the way that things are going right now. All right, moving on to the next one. Please talk about people doing bodybuilding for social media slash clout and is it trendy then they drop last minute where they don't look anywhere where they want to be all right so talk about doing bodybuilding for social media okay so social media has literally turned the sport of bodybuilding into a showboat fest which i get and i'm right in the dead center of it so i understand it it's just changed a lot since the 90s and early 2000s. And I've been going to the Mr. Olympia contests for years and years and years and years. And they've changed to them. And it's like, oh my God. Blah, blah. Now, if you have a camera, you can tell somebody to walk right next to you all day long with that camera. And you're going to think that you're a celebrity. Okay. So as it evolves and as this sport is going where it's going, you either get on board or you get off. And I'll tell you right now, if you're not on board, you're going to get rolled because you have to be on social media. You have to be marketing like crazy because there is so much technology and so many things out there now that are taking over. If you don't keep up, you're going to get rolled. All right, moving on to the next one here. The worst trouble you got into as a kid. Hmm. I got into a lot of trouble. I have ADD, ADHD. I just never sit still. It's not like I did bad things. It was just I had to be doing something at all times because sitting still was the ultimate killer. I believe the only time that I actually sat still as a kid was when it was time to do homework. 
my mom would put me in a room all by myself with no TV and no per no people because I was so distracted that I couldn't get anything done. So it gave me no choice but to hone in on my homework and crush it. And when I did that, I did fantastic. But you put me in a room with 800 people and a thousand things all over the place. My eyes just never sit still. I'm constantly thinking. I'm I, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm constantly thinking of ways to get better. What can get better? What can we do here? What can we do this? Like my brain does not stop. But the worst trouble I ever got into as a kid was probably my snowball story. I'll try to make it quick. I made a snowball when I was younger. I watered it. Yeah, I know it sounds weird. I was young. I watered this snowball to turn it into an ice ball. And I watered this thing for like four days. And I kept it in the freezer downstairs in my parents' basement. We had a like a big meat chest freezer. And I made this snowball. And I put it in a bag. And I just hid it away from my mom. And I would literally water it like a plant. So that it became this absolutely rock-solid rock. Long story short, I threw it at a car when it came by. So... We'll just stop the story right there, and that was that was a very, very bad thing for me to do. But you know what? You're a kid. You live, you learn. You're kind of a shit kid. Things happen. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. What is your worst habit? I would say biting my fingernails. It's fucking disgusting. Um, it's just disgusting. And my dad used to bite his nails, and he was trying to help me not bite my nails, so what he did is he scraped all the shit underneath his nails onto the counter. And he was like, how does that look? I was like, that's fucking disgusting. And he goes, now smell it. And I was like, nope, I'm out. Not a chance. But yet still, that didn't stop me from biting my fingernails. So I would definitely say my worst habit is by far biting my fingernails. All right, moving on. What time do you usually go to bed? Right now, obviously being on prep, I'm trying to be very, very religious. And I try to be in bed before 10 p.m., but again, I get up at 3.30 or 4, sometimes 4.30, and I start my morning routine. So that's one thing I wish I was a little better at was sleeping. But again, I have ADD, I have ADHD, I sit in bed, and the it, my head is just like a storm. It doesn't sit still. I'm constantly thinking of so many things. But to answer that question, I usually try to get to bed by 10 o'clock because I am up eating until about 9.30 or 10 do you think the moon landing was fake or real? How about how many times has anybody even really thought about that? Um, I want to say, I, I guess just, I would say it's real. Sure. I would hate to think it's fake, but as the last like three, four years have shown us, everything is fake in this world. And it's just so depressing. It's so depressing. So it probably is fake, but I'd like to think it's real. Do you think the moon landing? Okay, I just read that one. Do, do, do. Let's see. Moving on to that one. This one is, you should post more selfies. Okay. Um, sure, sounds good. Ain't no motherfucking way I'm asking you a question. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to come on to my Instagram to put that. What is your favorite song? My favorite song of all time, just off the top of my head, I probably am going to pick Back to School by the Deftones. I am a huge Deftones fan, and there's not a lot of Deftones fans around here. Um, just grew up loving them. There was only one other person that really loved them as much as I did, and we hung out, and that's what we did. 
and it just kind of carried on. I never really grew up out of it, and I absolutely love the Deftones. Like I said, guys, I'm a rocker. That's what I do. How many stuffed animals do you own? <laughs> Why would anybody even ask that? I don't own any stuffed animals. I buy stuffed animals and those stupid squishmallows or whatever the hell they are for my daughter. She's got 75 of them. Like, like she needs that many. I was never a stuffed animal person. Um, probably because I'm a fucking male and I didn't grow up having to hug a stuffed animal. So never was into the stuffed animals. You have good style. I will disagree. Where do you want to be in five years? Okay, this is an awesome one because as an entrepreneur that you never stop thinking. Five years, I'd like to have a bigger, better gym that's marketed to the highest extent. I'd like to have five, six, seven personal trainers kicking ass out of my gym. A full line of new gym equipment brought into my gym. All old school equipment. If you've been to my gym, you understand the vibes there. I have been a collector of old school equipment my whole life since I've had a gym, and it doesn't stop. I lay in bed all night looking at gym equipment. I'm constantly talking to gym equipment owners, trying to trade, trying to see exactly the prices on certain things, what can get delivered, you know, what time are we expecting things. So um, I'd like to be really established as a gym, as the one-stop gym, one-stop shop gym. I want to be able to have the sauna, the dunk tank, tanning bed, massage therapist, back specialist, um, full gym. I'd like to have it all, personal trainers, everything. You know, I started off as a personal trainer working for a Bally's in West Hollywood. Anybody knows about that? It's out in California. So um, it was hell. I wore a red polo. Anybody knows me? I'm not a polo guy. I wore a red polo with a name tag on it. And I was one of 80 personal trainers. And it literally was, it didn't matter how smart you were at that point. And again, at that point, I just stacked up my credentials. I stacked up my certifications. I made my resume look so sexy because you know what? That's what you're told as a kid. And it broke down to who could run faster to the fucking door to get clients. Anybody that knows me, I, I, I don't run anymore, but at the time I was very fast. And so I picked up a lot of clients because I was faster than you, but that's how it started. And I just said to myself, you know what? I want to open a gym and I want to take care of my trainers. I want to, I want to have trainers that can make a living. I, I couldn't make a living as a personal trainer. Are you kidding me out there? It was 70, 30 split. It would be $150 for a personal training session. I would make $11 after taxes. Like it was killing, but I did 14, 15 clients. I was that guy. I didn't care if it was two in the morning, I would take clients. Now, obviously Bally's was not open 24 seven, but since I've gotten out of there and started my own gym, I am a 24 hour gym and I took clients at two in the morning. You have to do what you have to do to pay your bills. Bottom line. That's kind of how it works, especially in a business that you own yourself. So, all right, rolling on to the very next one. Oh, that happens to be the very last one. Let's see. Spill some tea on your best friends. Hmm. I'm guessing spill some tea means talk some drama, talk some shit, something like that. Um, I'll just start off by saying I don't have a best friend. Um, and that's okay because as you get older, you start to realize you have acquaintances you have people that know you, you, you chit chat, but I don't, 
single-handedly have one best friend. You know, we're all in school and we're like, so-and-so is my best friend. I love them. We're inseparable. Then you graduate and you never talk to them again. Um, my best friend is my wife, without a doubt. She knows me from head to toe. And more than that, she puts up with me. Because as you know, I am go, go, go nonstop all the time. And that is extremely hard to keep up with. So without a doubt, I would say Jennifer Spafford is by far my best friend. <laughs> How much tea do you want? I could, uh, I could get myself in a little bit of trouble here. So I'll just keep it at that. Really just behaving myself on this one. But uh, maybe podcast in the future, we'll get into some digging on her and we'll get some stories. But I also feel like I can't talk shit unless she's here in front of me to be able to throw it back at me. So that's what a true best friend is, guys. All right, so thanks for the questions. I appreciate you very much. Again, check out the sponsors that I have posted down. As I'm progressing with this podcast, I'm starting to get more clothing line and supplements and food sponsors that are coming in and supplement sponsors um, for percentages off, even if it just saves shipping and maybe 10 20%, something like that. It helps a little bit, especially in this business. So thanks again, guys, for stopping. Please share. Please subscribe. See ya. Watch out.